Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Chaz Evans, and you are listening to a brand new episode of The Three Count. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Chaz Evans, and you are listening to The Three Count. Let's run down the roster. Introducing first, he is my tag team partner. He's the second in command. He is the Red Dog, Cliff Miller. All right, new catchphrase. Introducing second, he is the 17-time African-American bull-roping, bare-knuckling, women-beating, world heavyweight WCW, national United States heavyweight champion, Chris Idol. Always happy to be here. And introducing my little brother, we call him Napster. And his name is Lil' JJ, Josh Evans. I grew up from the little part, okay? I'm legal now. But anyway, I like to thank the sidewalks for keeping me off the street. You know, it's terrible times out here. Make sure you guys wash your hands. (laughs) And we have with us a special guest on the Three Count Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to the man known as... Supreme! Yo, I don't know what to do after those introductions, man. I didn't know Chris Idol beat women. Damn. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's also a uh, 14-time bare-knuckle African-American Negro spiritual champion. Oh, I was he's also, yeah. he's also a 32-time WCF National United States African-American champion. Yeah, he's, he's you know, always puts himself yeah. over, brother. I've, I've done a lot, apparently. I know he did put himself over against me a couple times. Exactly. Oh, that's not true. I think we've only wrestled like once. Dude, I think you twi- hit it was twice, and one of them, twice? Uh, one of them, uh, someone did uh, try to do a fucking flip over a trash can, um, and another one that someone hit me in the face oh, with a trash can. Okay, the second one was probably me because I know I didn't 100% try. Percent you. <laughs> <laughs> Ignorance. I just, I hear a spot just going, trash can. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll run four fourths. Didn't realize he was actually going to throw the goddamn trash can. Hit me right in the face. Wait, who did that? Justin. <laughs> He's talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's why I started laughing. Because I remember this. Those were some wild spots, like, like with Ratty jumping off of, like, the, the post and landing on the trash can with me uh, under it, like <laughs> I'm always willing to take those spots, but that that throw, the trash can to the face made me mad because I didn't know it was coming. Wild time. Okay, I'm sorry, buddy. I, I didn't know you were gonna run. I didn't know you were gonna <laughs> throw it. <laughs> this is why you don't. 
Hey, this is why you don't wrestle in Burger King, okay? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we got ourselves a great show. Also, let me remind you, if you have not listened to the Three Count Presents now entering to the ring, Big Trouble Ben Bishop, stop this podcast right now. Go into your settings. Well, not settings, but go back to the episode list in your uh, podcasting platform. Go listen to that episode. And if you have not listened to any part of the greatest wrestler of all time, Superpod, then you, by, quite frankly, are an idiot and a stupid idiot. Because everyone who is everyone has listened to the greatest wrestler of all time, Superpod, that features the No Spots podcast, the Frankenculture Culture and, uh... Nerds of Wrestling. Nerds of Wrestling. Jesus Christ. It's a long day, long weekend being quarantined, and I'm excited for this show. Let's run through some announcements, breaking news that's been going on in the wrestling world. Uh, first things first, Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor has, uh, officially announced that they have canceled all events throughout the month of June. That includes their, uh, Best in the World, uh, Supercard. Also, the Wednesday Night War is still large and effect. Uh, AEW wins the rating war this week with uh, AEW coming in at a 731,000 viewers and NXT coming in at a 665,000 viewers, which is a drop from last week's 692 viewers. So, and also uh, AEW went up. Um, from their 683,000 viewers. So at the all-time head-to-head score, if you're keeping score, uh, AEW has won the ratings for the week 23. NXT has won five. Yay! And there has been a tie only once. That is all... <laughs> that is all the weeks for uh, the annou- this week's announcements. Let's get right on to it. Let's talk about some wrestling. All right, debate topic number one. So uh, we know uh, Black Wednesday happened a couple weeks ago. Uh, WWE released a shit ton of talent, uh, personnel. So, uh, Cliff, I'm putting you on the spot. Do you have that list on hand like you did last time? Uh, give me a second. I can get it. All right, I'm gonna bullshit for like two seconds so we can get the list. So, um, yeah, they uh released a, a lot of superstars uh at that time. Um, Leo Rush was one of them. Uh, Kurt Angle, uh, the OC, uh, excluding uh AJ Styles. Um, I know Rusev was one. Mike, uh, the referee Mike Chioda, Eric Rowan. And, um, Siri's talking to me on my watch, um, and I can't think of anybody else. But, right, Cliff, you got, got that it. list? I do. Awesome. Run me Mind that you, list. Mind you, it's not updated, so we can do that additions after. So we have Drake Maverick, Kurt Hawkins, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Heath Slater, Eric Young, EC3, Leo Rush, Kurt Angle, Aiden English, Sarah Logan, Mike Kyoto, Rowan, Primo, Epico, Mike Kanellis, Maria Kanellis, no way. Jose! Zack Ryder, Rusev, Alexander, uh, Jacek, Diano Peraza, uh, Tainara Conti, Tino Sabatelli, Cesar Benoit, 
Mars Wag, or Mars Wang, my bad. Uh, Dan Matha, Alyssa Miles, uh, John Kiosta, uh, MJ Jenkins, and then Andrea Listenberger, the writer. And then as far as our furloughs go, we do have Fit Finley, Mike Rotunda, Shane Helms, Lance Storm, Kidman, Devari, Scott Armstrong, Kendo Kachin, uh, Serena Deeb, uh, Dweeb, uh, Deeb, I'm sorry, uh, Chris Guy, Josiah Williams, Jerry Soto, and Pat Buck. Like I said, a shit ton of WWE employees that were released. Um, one in particular that we're going to talk about in this topic is the man known as Drake Maverick. Um, Drake Maverick is still uh, wrestling even after being uh, officially released. He is in the uh, Cruiserweight uh, Championship Tournament on NXT. And if you watch NXT over the past two weeks, they have turned his release into an angle uh, during the tournament. So the first debate topic is, is WWE turning Drake Maverick's release into an angle insensitive? We'll start off with uh, you, Cliff. We'll go with Supreme after, Idol after Supreme, and me and you, Josh, will come in on the back end. All right, well, let's catch up, right? So we know that. Um, also, we got to add to that list. Jerry Briscoe got released. Oh, yeah. You know, Kane Velasquez. Well, he got furloughed. He got furloughed. He got furloughed. Got furloughed, homie. Furloughed. Whatever. He's unemployed at the current moment. Um, who else was there? Kane Velasquez was also released. Oh, yeah. Um, Good. And uh, uh, Curtis Axel. Those are the other Get three. Get the hell out. Had a, hey, don't talk. Don't disrespect Curtis what? Axel like that. Yeah, the social He disrespected outcast. himself by being less than his father. Hey, oh, yeah. oh wow. boom! Shots fired already on the three wow. count podcast. I would have said, I would have said he did God, more towards like, his grandfather. <laughs> but all right, we'll go. We'll I was going to say, come on, Curtis Axel had one of my favorite Intercontinental Championship wins because it was dumb. And that's the only thing he did. He was a tag champion. <laughs> he was a tag champ. Exactly. You know what? And Otunga still has his job. <laughs> it's because he a lawyer. That man will sue the fuck out of somebody. Yeah, WWE was like, WWE's like, if we ever find ourselves in a case, we have a wrestler who has a law degree. Yeah, they're just like, ugh, litigation? Ugh. <laughs> Here, David, read this package for us. Let us know how bad we're getting sued from our investors because we failed to tell them that we were actually investing in the XFL. Yeah, I feel like, you know, I feel like, like, David Otunga, like, wrote out his contract and just straight said, all right, you can never release me. I only can release myself at this time. They're like, how the hell are you going to do that? I'm a lawyer. I put it all in the document. Me. See, see this piece of paper I just signed with my name on it? It says that I'm unreleasable. <laughs> like, you already signed it. I just edited a couple things in, like, subsection, like, seven. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so back to the subject. Drake Maverick, is it insensitive uh, that they're doing? Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> Yeah, they are. And then they low-key try to make it seem like, oh, yeah, Dick, Drake has a chance of winning since he won a match in the NHT lightweight tournament. Like, no, dude, we know he's getting cut. We know he's not going to be attached to, attached to it. Next week is going to be his last match, or next week or the week after is going to be his last match. It's fucked up, man. Like, just let that man go, okay? Everybody else on that fucking list that you have is gone, okay? They mentioned Sarah Logan a couple weeks ago on Monday Night Raw. Like, ain't heard her name since, right? And the thing that's fucked up is that WWE tries to play this whole, well, we have this 90-day no-compete clause, but because you can't compete, we can call you back at any time, and you have to show up. Like, no, bro, like, you deadass was like, we're done playing with you as a toy. You go away. Okay, I don't see you calling back Matt and asking him to come back and do the, the writer thing. I don't see you calling back Kurt uh, Hawkins. I don't see you calling back any of these other dudes. But Drake Maverick, because that one video he did where he's broken and he's in tears, and you're like, 
oh, we can totally use this good shit. We could definitely use this shit on TV. Like, man, Vince, just let him go, man. You could replace him with anybody on the goddamn field, okay? I don't see you doing the same thing with Leo Rush. And he was a former lightweight champion. Like, you could have had him on the show, but nah, you you blew it. So, no, nah, I think it's insensitive, and I think they should have just let Drake kind of ride off in the sunset with his video and just been like, you know, whatever. All right, so I'm going to counteract that. So I don't think it's insensitive. Just because, so... You're entitled to your wrong opinion. It, wow, all right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Welcome look, to the three count. <laughs> so, like, he put the video out on Twitter for everyone to see. Think about this. He's, he's going to take part of the tournament. He's still technically under contract, so they had all rights to use it. More than likely, they needed his permission to actually post that video. And he allowed them to actually put the video out there. So he's the one who actually allowed it all to get that way. And you got to think about it. This is probably great for him. It, it increases his stock. Like, he's 100% going to get re-signed probably when this is done. Because who the hell would release someone like that with that passion, that promo that tracked so many people to his Twitter? He would go anywhere in the world and get paid. WWE does not want to release something like that for him to get paid somewhere else. They'd rather pay this man to sit there and do absolutely fucking nothing after this tournament than to let him go off after that promo. So, no, I don't think it's insensitive. Drake Maverick is going to make bread because of this, like, like Listen, 100%. Man, so many people were in the backstage vow- vowing or vouching for Sarah Lowe to get signed back, and WWE low-key was like, yeah, we hear what you're saying, and we really feel like the passion that you guys have for Sarah Logan, but fuck Crazy Mary. She's going to be out doing something else on a different promo- uh, in a different promotion. Like, people backstage have been fighting for Sarah Logan, and Sarah Logan's never going to come back. I mean, it's just it is what it is, but I just think that... What Drake, did Sarah Logan do? No, no. She, like, hey, man, she didn't even yeah. put up a video, but her work ethic, her work ethic <sighs> on, on main Cliff's event. Cliff's out here pretending Sarah Logan's entertaining. Like, like, she, is, <laughs> she is young and again. <laughs> so I would, vouch for anybody, I would vouch for anybody who came here and actually did oh. something. I just know Sarah Logan because her husband is one of the Viking Raiders. But watching her on main event, though, man, she was working and getting better and better and better. First off, who the fuck watches main event? Well, clearly, I watched main event because I just referenced it. <laughs> you must be really bored to watch main event. We're on quarantine. I have nothing else to do. <laughs> People forgot main event even come on. Shit, I forgot they replaced superstars with main event at this point. I low-key have my tablet on the right playing Call of Duty while I'm watching main event on the left. <laughs> A lot of people, I think it's it's one of those things where Drake Drake put out a video, he put his heart on the line, and WWE was like, oh shit, we can just capture this moment really quick, and we'll just take it and run with it. And I, I think it's fucked up. So, it is what it is at this point. But you gotta think about it, he's definitely getting paid for this. Like, you also gotta think about it, they have their 90 day no compete clause, they're probably just getting paid part of their salary. So think about it, while he's competing, he's gonna get his full salary while he's competing. So, I 100% like, this is going to work for Drake Maverick more than you think it is. Even, I'm pretty sure if he thought, like, this was super insensitive, he wouldn't let them post that video. Because there's a lot of shit that you see on social media that doesn't get referenced in WWE programming, but they're referencing it. Like, I 100% would not doubt that Drake Maverick comes out of that group and actually wins. And if they make it as a storyline, I would, like, argue that everybody's like, oh, why did you release him after that? I'm like, he basically did what Zack Ryder did years ago and got himself over. 
and they had to literally go, oh, shit, if we let him go, he's literally going to make someone else money. Like, that's like, I also, don't get me started on the Zack Ryder release. That was the most stupid thing they could possibly do. I was, gonna say, gonna, I was like, how did Zack Ryder turn out again? I was like, uh, think about no. this. <laughs> think about this. Zack Ryder got himself over without the machine's help. Drake Maverick is literally doing the same exact thing right now with that promo. He got himself over. Because ain't no one was watching 205 Live like that. Half of the people forgot this man was general manager of 205 Live. We just know him from his 24-7 uh, title fiascos. And now we're looking at this Cruiserweight tournament going, we forgot this man used to wrestle as Rockstar Spud. Like, he can go. Like, this is going to make him a lot of money. And if WWE keeps, like, lets him go, he's going to have a job anywhere. Uh, yeah, so, um, I'm pretty certain that this whole storyline was, like, 100% Drake Maverick's idea that he brought to Triple H and said, hey, can we do something with this? I don't think this came from WWE, because this is very uncharacteristic of anything that they would do. <laughs> I mean, why not? Why not use him? He still gets paid for that 90-day no-compete period, so... Why not use him if he's already inserted in it? Yeah. I don't so think I look at it. I don't disagree like, with that at all. So, yeah. That's how I look at it. Um, I'm, I got to counteract on that. So, Cliff, what were they supposed to do? I got a question. For you. What were they supposed to do after Drake got released, right? He, they were already promoted that he was in the uh, the tournament. What were they supposed to do? Were, were the... It's weird, man, to me. Like, I think with Drake, man, like, he put that video out because he low-key was just like, look, I have three matches left in this on my on my deal. I'm just going to go do them, and it's whatever. WWE could just swear it would just been like, whatever, fuck them. Because they don't – that's what they do. I mean, look at EC3. Like, EC3 put out a thing kind of like – teasing a new character, but you don't see WWE out there like, oh yeah, check out this good shit too. They were just like... Oh, but EC3, but the thing, EC3 wasn't being used though. EC3 hasn't been promoted or, you know, for nothing. Drake was Drake was promoted in this Cruiserweight, uh, what you call it, championship tournament before he got released. This is before they released him. He was already promoted. So what were they supposed to do, right? Just swat. Just swat him away? <laughs> no, what swat the fuck? That's what they no. did. Okay, they don't so, need they don't need Drake Maverick yeah. to promote their shit. They could just like swat. Okay, but he was in there though. He was already he, promoted. So here's my thing. He's already there. Story, he's already right? promoted. Use it. What the, you can't ignore it. Well, like, it? We live in like, we live in a world now where everything yeah. where everything. Vince McMahon like, clearly ignored his investors. What do you mean he can't ignore? We're not it. talking about his damn investors. His squat. That's oh, all they had to do. About his Uh-oh. investors. <laughs> Uh-oh, Cliff's bringing in alternative facts. He realizes he's wrong, and he's bringing in irrelevant facts. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, think about it like Cliff Conway. Uh. <laughs> it's a story, right? They can't ignore the fact. We live in a world now, and, I mean, fact, like, what this whole show is based off of it. We, there's so much information we can get out about wrestling. All the backstage stuff, we know about it. We know way too much than what we knew back in the day. So it's not like they can ignore it. This was big fucking news. So Cliff, the wrestling world was on fire. They were shitting the thing. No, no, no. 
when all these motherfuckers uh, got released. They can hold on, uh, don't don't get it wrong, Chaz. They can ignore it. Just like when AJ comes back, they're gonna ignore that Gallows and Anderson disappeared. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is that this had to be Drake's idea. Yeah. Because the exactly. WWE way to do it would have been, like you said, just swap him out with another cruiserweight. And they wouldn't have said anything about Drake. They wouldn't have said anything. They'd have just been like, uh, I don't know, for example, uh, Drew Gulak is in the tournament now. Uh, he, really you know, they just, it just would have, <laughs> like that. I couldn't think of anyone else from, like, a cruiserweight off the top of my head. Like <laughs> Oh, look, it's Kalisto. Well, he, Kalisto's out with a shoulder injury. Come on, Cliff. Don't you do your research. Uh, so, no. Cliff. So, Cliff. God. Back to your EC3 point. So, think about the reason. No one cares about EC3. I'm just saying. He, he, he combated it with EC3. But look at it. Like, oh, that is terrible. EC3 has hasn't like, done anything. His video only got 61,000 views on Twitter. Drake Maverick's video, 2.3 million people have watched it. Yeah, but everything else that WWE like, okay, so we so we're just gonna pretend like WWE didn't ignore the fact that Roman Reigns got replaced at WrestleMania and hasn't mentioned his name in the past three weeks on SmackDown. Perfect well, example. Had to be Drake's idea. I get it. I get it. Right. And I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Okay. I'm just saying. I think it's fucked up. And I, I granted, so, I, I agree wait, so, that Drake. So, so wait, wait, wait. So Maverick goes think, into the office, pitches the idea. They're just supposed to say, nah, you're good. Just go home and collect your check. Yeah. Right. Nah, why would you not capitalize? No sense at all. That makes no sense at all. Bruh, they were, that's more insensitive than just be like, nah, we don't want to use your idea to use your release as a story. Yeah, Bye. Like that's in more insensitive than using it as a story. <laughs> I'm they're like, hey, thanks. We'll take it into consideration, Drake, and that's, that's it. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and that's the exact reason. If you, if you were running that and you just said, yeah, we'll consider it. on the Tony Khan payroll. Yeah, like this man would go 0-3 in the tournament. You'd be like, all right, bye. Goodbye, Drake. And this man would go to any fucking promotion, do that shit once. And now you're sitting there looking like a dumbass no, that you no, released no. that talent. First of all, like, mm. I think Rockstar Spud is going to be a star in whatever promotion he goes to, right? I just think WWE fucked up by fucked up everything else up because I actually started watching Impact because of Rockstar Squad, but I'm not gonna sit here and, be, and ignore the fact that yeah he did this great promotion. WWE's gonna wash him out anyway. He's gonna go. He'll probably go win it too. We don't, we don't know that yet. Whatever. He'll, you show, never he'll know. show up. He'll show I'm up at Ring of Honor and do some shit. I know, but he's also get, let me get you. He's also minute, more valuable. He's also more valuable by continuing to be on WWE programming than he would be just sitting at home. Just want to point that out. So in the long run, it works out for him better that he's still doing stuff. And just That's imagine. I'm oh, sorry. I'm gonna get uh, JJ. Let me get you in there on your point. Then we're gonna move on to the. Uh, to oh, the next I'm so time. sorry. Forgot about you, Josh. My bad. Plus, okay. out here making us get hot. <laughs> with his with his alternative wrong facts. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Oh, there's the walk-off! We got our first walk-off of the show, and it wasn't me. <laughs> Told y'all it was going to be a walk-off. <laughs> Go ahead, JJ. Get your point um, on. So, if it's... Do you see what the fucking point is, though? Is No, I'm just kidding. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> is, it, is it insensitive 
Nah, not really. It's just a business move. It's just a business play. Um, we've seen Vince wrestle God. Isn't that kind of sensitive? Isn't that insensitive a little bit? He wrestled God. Uh, Don't get me started we, on that we, shit. We, 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 we've that. seen uh, bra and panties matches. Isn't that kind of insensitive? Well, now it is. But, I mean, this is the WWE we're talking about, and they're just using it for promotion. And guess what? It probably gets more heads watching um, the tournament because Drake is what? In it. And like I said, he's it's been 2.3 million, 4 million, whatever the fuck. 2.3. Thank you, Supreme. So yeah, I mean, like, why the fuck not? Why not use it? Uh, that's 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 the that's the point I was saying as well. So yeah, take um, that, Cliff. Uh, All right, Cliff. Cliff oh, wants Drake to oh, be wait down a minute, on his wait a minute, wait a minute. Right on his, million on his up on the wait, street. Wait, 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 wait. You want to use two point three million as like the idea that oh, more oh. people are gonna watch NXT's lightweight tournament? How no, did they? Oh, wait, 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 wait. We no, didn't no, say no, no, no. get people to watch it. Well, he said it's going to get people to care about Drake Maverick. Oh, that was great. See, you're doing alternative facts again. That wasn't a debate. We weren't saying, is this going to make NXT viewership go up? But <laughs> clearly it's not. Clearly it's valuable. not. They lost again. So let's let's okay. put this out. Okay, that's real great. Yeah, the 600,000 people wanted to watch that's Drake right. Maverick win one match. Cool. All right, that's that was, Let's move on. I was gonna say, I know for myself, I don't even watch either program live, so (laughs) (laughs) it don't mean shit. All right, so we're gonna move on to our next topic. So uh, let's uh, get to it. So the state of Florida could be allowing fans back into live events as early as next week, despite the coronavirus pandemic going on. Uh, the Florida governor, uh, Ron DeSantis, I probably spell, uh, pronounced that DeSanta. wrong. DeSanta, whatever, fuck him. Um, wait, 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 what's his first name, Chaz? Ron. Oh, that explains everything. <laughs> <laughs> and so pretty much his reopened Florida task force has issued a three-phase plan to reopen the state of Florida. So phase one begins on Monday, um, May the 4th, May the 4th be with you, to, uh. Trademark, you, you know, can't say that. For the, <laughs> the, the the mouse is gonna be on your ass. For the for the let me get through this. Let me get through the damn ass. backstory and the damn topic before y'all get on my ass. God damn. Yeah, they were straight on your did. fucking bumper. Oh, oh great! Now this episode got copyrighted by Disney. Phase one begins on Monday um, for much of Florida, and with the exception of Miami. And a couple other counties, I think Palm Beach as well. So the phase one pretty much states that people are encouraged to not gather in groups of larger than 10 and employees continue teleworking and screening employees for symptoms of COVID-19 if they have been reported to work. But with that being said, though, while theme parks are still going to be closed, the report states that the following, which could include WWE and AEW, Large spectator sporting events should use strict social distancing guidelines and limit occupancy of venues to 25% of building capacity. So with that being said, is it too soon to bring fans back into live shows? Supreme, let's start this off with you. 
I'll me and JJ will follow after that and Cliff and Chris Idol, y'all can go fight it out uh to who goes next after us because y'all on the y'all on the edge this week. <laughs> I mean, hell yeah, it is too early to bring people back. Like the one think about this, the one thing that I'm scared of for this virus is the second wave. And we haven't fully even flattened the curve. So you're gonna let uh, let's say it was 25% of the venue, okay, they're still at the PC, let's go, that's 20 people. Let's say one of them motherfuckers, because you know there's going to be one, is hiding, <laughs> the fact, is hiding the fact that he had the virus. That one person, even with the social distancing six feet, they're going to try to go for high fives and try to pop off in the crowd and stuff like that. Spits everywhere, and they're not going to wear their mask because it's Florida. And now you got... Now you got mm-hmm. twenty people. Now you got twenty more people infected. Now you got some of the performers infected. Now you got the crew infected. Now we don't got wrestling at all. It's, it's it's a compounding effect. I feel like they need to stick with the empty arena shows. Like even if it allows like more wrestlers and talent to come down, and they hopefully can you know put on better productions, less uh, taping the stuff. But like keep. I I personally would not even show up even though we're in Florida, so people are dumb as hell, because if you saw what happened in California with all the people showing up at Huntington Beach, you know damn well they're going to do exactly like that at the Performance Center. And you also got to think about it this way. They're in their base, like for Florida. If you bring in one infected person in there, none of the entire facility is screwed. Like, don't even care about the shows. Like, literally, they walk in, they have it on their person, like, literally their clothes that they're wearing. They rub against anything, they touch against anything, everything's shut down. We don't have wrestling at all. So, as much as I want to see it live, nah. Because I'm sad about Money in the Bank not being here. I, that's my favorite pay-per-view besides the Rumble. Same. Same. But, yeah. Motherfuckers, just, just stay away. Like, I don't mind watching it, like, from afar. Just... I would like to keep wrestling, and people come, we're going to lose wrestling, so. Uh, Got to agree with you on that. Um, I agree. I think it's extremely way too soon um, by, to the same points that Supreme was making. We are still not, you know, past the curve. Um, let's, 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 put it, let's put it like this. We have a president that told us to inject ourselves with disinfectant. I become Mr. Clean. Yeah. I mean... I've been drinking uh, disinfectant wipes for the last week. He told me to. That's the that's the best kind. That's the best yeah, kind. He, he told me I get an extra twelve hundred stimulus check if I keep eating them. Oh my god! I do. I I just I don't think it's really you know the right time to have fans go back into uh into these live shows, even with it being twenty five percent of maximum occupancy. Like you said, Supreme, the PC is around the max capacity is what. We're talking 300 people at least. So, but let's talk about AEW. Let's say they want to put uh, fans back in there. Daly's Place in Jacksonville, we're talking what? Almost, how many, what's the, obviously we're talking like 1,000 people almost. Yeah, you're looking at, yeah, about uh, 750. 750 people. 750 people walking around. Like you said, that's, you don't know who, who got what. Mm-hmm. You got to People got to treat this virus like it's HIV and AIDS in the 80s. And, and you also got to think about it this way, like domestic terrorism. You know how, like, you see those people licking the stuff in Walmart 
and they got arrested for it, some some asshole is gonna come there and literally do something to try to get a wrestler they hate sick. Exactly. So like, there's always that is. person. So I don't think they should. I think it's extremely too soon, and it just shows how incompetent some of the uh, our country's governors are, like the state of Florida. And I don't think I, I, I no, no. I'm okay. I've gotten used to watching wrestling with nobody in there. I've gotten used to fucking crickets during high spots. Okay, I will enjoy double or nothing with nobody there, even if there were people there. I will enjoy money in the bank, whether there were people there or not. That's just my take. There shouldn't be anyone there. No, no, no. There still isn't a fucking vaccine or a cure. No. No, no, no. Because the next thing you know, what we'll be talking about on on a show, we'll be talking about that such and such from WWE or such and such from AEW has, you know, has the virus now. And now we don't have wrestling. See, you know, I look, see, I, I felt that way when I got a message that said Vaughn Miller from the Broncos had the virus. I was just like, hi, in the hell? Well, he, he's cured now. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know, yeah, I know. Right. I, I pay attention. It, like, it takes one thing, one, one. sneeze. Exactly. One something. I stepped in a puddle that some homeless guy with a fucking coronavirus pissed in, and now everything is infected. Plus, I hate exactly. I don't. I don't know if that's how it's how that happens, but... Yeah, I I, I, I know your point. I, I know your point. It's it's a bacteria. It lives. Yeah, it lives. So like like yeah. you're walking down the street and you trip and fall, like you can contract it right there because you're gonna like scuff yourself off and be like, oh fuck. And I know, but somebody pissed. Like I just, it's a total <laughs> okay, you, you know Baltimore. Someone probably pissed somewhere, and, and it's mm-hmm. fucking Florida. You're like, you're like this dude pissed and spit in here, and then I tripped and fell in the piss and got spit in my face, and that's how I got the coronavirus. Well, it's if we have any listeners in Florida, can y'all try that down there and let us know if it can, you can contract <laughs> oh it that way? God. I'm curious. No, they'll try it. They'll try it. Yeah, I'm curious. Well, I know. Like <laughs> anyway, we're gonna go back on Nothing. topic before. No one, no one in this podcast is liable for someone getting uh, coronavirus because of that. I'm just gonna put that out there. You know, yeah, like before we. Before we act, you know, make this uh, pandemic even worse because people will listen to us. Go ahead, JJ. Um, first off, I want to say shout out to our governor, uh, Larry Hogan. He's a real G. Uh, second of all, um, the Florida governor is stupid. The Georgia governor is retarded. He didn't even know that uh, it was like asymptomatic. You could still, uh, you know, get it even though you don't show any symptoms. I don't know how the hell you just figured that out in like in like April when we knew about this back in, like, early February. But all I'm going to say is, no, they should not. I agree a thousand and fifty percent with what uh, Chaz said and what Supreme was saying. Um, all it takes is one fuck-up, and there's no wrestling. All it takes is one single asshole, and like Supreme said, this is Florida. Florida does the craziest shit. <laughs> It's just not worth it, and the problem is the reason why they're doing this is because the rich people they're they're like, oh my god, my businesses are losing money. I need to get some money more, get some money back. So they're like, okay, well if we can open up some businesses maybe, and so that you guys get an influx of cash back, we'll be Gucci. That's the real problem here. The some of the rich 
rich people are losing a lot of a lot a lot of money and they need their money back so they're gonna be like oh well if we open up these businesses maybe we can get some little bit of cash but it's about the safety and it should be about the safety um all the other companies like you know amazon that what they're doing is messed up but yeah it's, it's bad i think it's a bad idea it's a terrible idea um stay you guys should stay safe we should care about people's lives instead of money because if you die what's the point of the money that's it that's all all right go ahead cliff and uh chris fight it out who's going next i don't give a shit chris Chris can go you You don't want to go cliff no it's fine i'll wrap it up i'm not worried about it okay um. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, was, it's, well, pause. Uh, that was anticlimactic. I definitely wanted to see y'all argue. I'm so upset. I I wait a minute. Wait. Pause. Stop. Well, I instigated the fuck out of that so y'all could argue some more, and y'all just was like, "No, go ahead." It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> like you try to start an instigation on something they probably gonna agree about, so they ain't do nothing. <laughs> right. Now, like, I'm a little. I, well, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, this is kind if of, like, this was the Drake Maverick thing. If, People be yelling again, and Cliff about to run away like usual. God damn! I really yeah, I feel like this, this is like a pretty unanimous topic. It is definitely too soon, and then if you're going to do it, uh, the only way to really do it safely is you test everyone one by one at the door. But are they going to really do that? Who really knows? They'll probably it's Florida. They'll just be like, "Come on in, guys." Ah, it's fine. So, um. Yeah, I think it's way too soon. Like you said, that second wave, it's coming. It's gonna hit somebody. Uh, it's just best to just keep it, just keep it, keep it the way things are. Um, it's just a lot safer that way. They're, they're already at risk by still performing. Which, I mean, it's a choice that they, you know, they're performing because they want to. Those that are still doing it. But, there's no reason to risk it any further than that. So we're going to go through one more thing. And all the motherfuckers that show up to those shows, when they open the doors, they deserve to die. Oh, shit. Oh, God, shit. God <laughs> fucking. Di- all right, I'm going to fly down there just on purpose now. <laughs> well, I just, 100% do but, that. I mean, look, but the thing, if, you, if they open it up, you go in, you catch it. Who, what, who are you going to be mad at? Who's who fu- that's not WWE's fault. So anytime you come there, yeah, like think not about that. Go I'm, in I'm, there. Yeah, could you imagine? It's not Tony like, Khan's fault. Tony Khan didn't drag you into Dally's place. Yeah, <laughs> could you imagine like like all of the legal things they would have to do? Like, oh hey, I went to a show. They said it was fine. I contracted coronavirus. I blame WWE. Somebody paid me five hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, your AEW legal teams can be like, don't look at us. I didn't tell you coming here. The governor but you, did. But you damn well know. You, you're going to see a couple lawyers be like, hell yeah, I'm going to take that case. <laughs> and, and like, like you know exactly what, us. what exactly is going to happen is someone's going to get paid over this. And I damn they well are. know if they're going to open it up. I might have to be flying down there to get paid about it. Let, yeah. me, let me get that real quick. So let's go. Let's go through a history lesson, right? Back during World War One, we had a big flu come through, right? People know it's the Spanish flu. It actually started in the U.S., but it kind of spread throughout, right? So yeah. it, it got a lot of people sick, and a lot of people were okay. 
right? And yeah. so they were out, right? They got a lot of people sick. But then what happened was as everybody started to reopen everything too early, and a second wave came through, and bam, 20 to 30 million yep. dead right there on the spot. We know there's mm-hmm. a second wave coming, and we're not doing anything to prevent it, right? And you have nope. people – and then out of all the places that you could open, you open up Florida first? Really? Yep. The same state that had people literally selling tickets to go to heaven, Those are, that's yeah. the state that we chose. We chose the mm-hmm. state where Casey Anthony even knows the location of her daughter, but – uh, you know, mm-hmm. nobody found her guilty. You mean to tell me that we're talking about the same state that had an epidemic where people were eating their face, other people's faces, because mm-hmm. they're high on bath salts? That's Waka. the state that we chose. Waka. That's the state we chose. Come on, mm-hmm. man. We I mean, know some shit's gonna go bad there. Okay, you said everything. Is the heaven not real? <laughs> Actually, you know, Cliff. Now that you say all of that. It seems like Florida is the perfect place to open up first. It's like, if someone's going to die, let it be them. I mean, Florida and Georgia, you know, like, it, just, it still makes me mad that Georgia's going to let kids uh, drive with just their parents' permission. Right. Hey. I'm only halfway kidding. I'm sure there's someone in Florida that I like. I mean, there's a lot of people. All the time. But, so, I think I think it's crazy that we're we're looking at the history of, like, one, pandemics, and we've seen stuff happen. And then two, we're watching, like, the state of Florida, like, say, hey, we'll start letting people come into these places. You know they're not going to put their uh, their regulations out there. They're not going to be serious about their regulations, right? WWE could definitely have, like we said, mass capacity of 300 people. You can you can test people as they come in, right? And if we're going to do 25%, you can test those people as they come in. Daily's Place, we said 1,000 people. We're figuring 250 people, fans in the stands. You can – Test all those people, right, as they come walking through, and we'll see what happens with that. But the problem is that even our, our best test that we have for coronavirus takes about a week and a half to read. So you're not getting anything. Unless you're going out there and telling people, like, hey, we're going to sell these tickets to exclusive fans, like the green t-shirt guy. But you have to send us back a, a, a lab that shows that you don't have the coronavirus before you can enter in the facility. Like, there's probably going to be things that they have to do first to let these people in, but the problem is, is they're not going to do that, right? And even when you show up to the door and you get your swab, like, mm-hmm. in the mouth or in the nose, they're not, nothing's gonna, it's not going to show anything. There's nothing there, you know? I know Joe Rogan, yeah. is, he went under fire because he's had so many people getting tested, right, for the coronavirus through antibodies. Like, if you have antibodies, clearly you already had it. If you don't, there's a chance you probably don't have it now. But the problem is, is it's not accurate. To a degree, and even the test that we have here in Maryland that is being under lock and key and protected by police and National Guard, South Korea has already said these tests weren't the most accurate tests that we have. They're a good test, but they're not they're not they're not even ninety percent accurate. So, what are we really doing? You know what I mean? Like, just keep it closed. Have people in the building. If you're gonna have to have people in the building, have essential people in the building only. Not fucking random ass fans because like we've like hey to jj's point right there's gonna be some fucking moron out there who has who's gonna walk in and be like hey miss and then miss will be like what he's like <clears throat> and you gonna be like fuck <laughs> this idiot so it's gonna happen it's, it's going to happen and just be smart just be like nah we'll keep the building closed only wrestlers and people are gonna be in here well i do have an idea to solve that you know everybody's wrestling in hazmat suits fuck it <laughs> anyway do you know do you know that we're gonna have 
three wrestlers die of heat exhaustion because them shits exactly. are not fucking. It's not like you can. It's not like you're running a twenty three nineteen and you're hoping that the hazmat suit's gonna hold up. Twenty three nineteen. Wow, these Disney references going definitely get us goddamn copyrighted. That damn mouse. <laughs> that damn mouse. But anyway, speaking of the mouse. So there, this is probably the biggest news to come out of the wrestling world this week. There, I don't even know how to begin to t- talk about this because it's quite frankly interesting and uh, shocking, but... Uh, Dutch Mantel, uh, wrestling legend, said that he, uh, put out a tweet saying that he overheard that the WWE are in talks with ESPN and Fox over a potential sale of the company. Yes. WWE could be sold to Fox or ESPN, which means Disney. Because can, Disney owns Fox. Can, Disney. can I start this one off? Uh, oh, wow. Sh- sure. All right. Uh, I don't, oh, wow. <laughs> Yo, we have a lot to say on this. Oh, my God. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> All righty, okay. then. Um, so, uh, Idol, you'll go first. JJ, second. Uh, so I, Cliff, you'll go after JJ. I'll go after you. And then, Supreme, you take us on the back end. I got you. Pause. Please, please don't <laughs> reference it like that. Take us on the back end. What's wrong? Oh, I realized. What <laughs> oh, my God. Really, oh. really? Well, then. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, man. Go ahead. Go ahead, Justin. I mean, I, Chris, All right. I, I'm breaking kayfabe uh, all over again. All right. So I got a few things to say about this. First, I love Dutch Mantel, but, um, in terms of uh, the inner workings of WWE corporate business, uh, who is he? I didn't know he had, like, the corner office next to the board of directors meeting room where he would get this information. Like, you know, Dutch Mantel saying that would be just, like, you know, one of us saying that. that that's first off. Like, he's not a credible source on that topic. If he heard that there was, like, a new head of creative – I'd listen to Dutch Mantel. The sale of WWE, mm, I'm not going to Dutch Mantel, especially since nobody else has reported anything like that. It was just Dutch, his one tweet, and he didn't say anything else about it. And no one else, no other news outlet, like Uncle Dave didn't say anything about it. Wade Keller, name your favorite reporter. Not even Brad Shepard, everyone's favorite journalist. Fuck Brad Shepard. <laughs> I agree. Uh Secondly, uh, WWE is not getting sold to anyone as long as Vince McMahon has anything to say about it because he is not about to give up control over his baby. <laughs> WWE will be owned, operated, controlled by the McMahons as long as Vincent Kennedy is breathing. So I don't see, especially not to two, like two entities. At the same time, like, it be one or the other, maybe, but no, like, but let's be real. If anything, Dutch was probably, he probably heard some old information about the, them trying to sell the pay-per-views or something. That's probably what he heard and got it mixed up because he's old. <laughs> hey, don't call Grandpa Zebekiah old. 
Hey, listen, I love Dutch Mantel. I love it. I love him. <laughs> Honestly, you know what? You know it would be freaking cool. I would like to see Vince McMahon versus Mickey fucking Mouse. If this was to happen, yo, think about it. Mickey Mouse, Vince McMahon, WrestleMania. Take up the spot of other talent, like <laughs> WWE is so used to doing, and have them go on for 30 minutes. This is perfect. Guys, I don't know why you guys don't see the value in this. Shit, we could get Tom Holland in there, a fucking RDJ. Uh, Chris Evans. Uh, we could, we could, Stephen A. Smith! Oh my god! Yo, don't you guys see the cool thing about this? No? Is this if, me? If you watch South Park, Mickey Mouse would fuck up Vince McMahon. That is so true! A hundred percent. Since he said that, I'm like, yo, this man killed uh, Winnie the Pooh. He will fuck. Fuck up, Vince McMahon. <laughs> Go ahead, Cliff. Go ahead. So for our listeners on the podcast, what they don't know is that behind Supreme's head is a clear reason why WWE is going to get bought. Okay? Go ahead, Supreme. Look behind you. You'll see him. So, Pixar, <laughs> Lucasfilms, ESPN, Fox, Marvel, and then WWE, okay? That's the stones right there that Disney needs to fucking wield to run everything. No. <laughs> um, I think, okay, so, yes, it came from one source. Yes, it could not be, it may not be, it's probably not credible. It, it's probably not likely to happen. But I find it interesting that ESPN or Fox, and I know you said it was two entities, but the Fox channel is actually owned by Disney. So they could possibly, like, the only the biggest problem I have with it right though is that if ESPN was to buy WWE right, Monday Night Raw is getting moved. It's not gonna be on. God damn it, he's got a fucking Infinity Glove. <laughs> so um, WWE is it's not going on Monday Night anymore, right? Because when, during football season, Monday Night Football, everybody knows that's what's running there, right? So WWE's Monday Night Raw is getting moved, right? And Fox isn't gonna put Monday Night Raw on on their channel, so it's just, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna wash it, it's gonna go somewhere else. Fox obviously will have SmackDown, you know, they'll probably get control of something else, I don't know. I just, I find it, I just, I would not want this to happen at all, right, because I just think, one, Disney already owns way too much shit, and they're only getting stronger at whatever they're trying to get accomplished, and I just think, uh, I, I don't know, man, I can't, I can't vibe with it, so I just want Vince to be Vince and be like, fuck that, I have some good shit here, and I'm going to stay in this direction and stay away from the mouse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait a minute, wait, I'm sorry, I hate to cut I hate to cut you off, Cliff, I hate to cut you off, but I have breaking news, okay, breaking news from my phone just now, okay? Florida Governor Ron, whatever his fucking name is, makes misleading remarks, wrestling events are not opening anytime soon. So, God. with wow. that being, all right. <laughs> I'm glad we were um, all on the same page because somebody would be getting bashed right now for their wrong opinion. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> facts. Oh, so facts. 
<laughs> so uh, I want to put it out there. Uh, for further context, the policy of allowing sporting events at 25% capacity is not a part of the governor's newly signed executive order effective May 4th. This is only phase one suggestion from the task force, the reopened Florida task force. Got you. Well, I'm glad so, someone in, in his department pulled him aside and said, are you crazy? <laughs> you need to change are this shit sure before you that? get assassinated. <laughs> yeah. Like, I understand we're Florida, but we can't be that Florida. So I want to put it out there. <laughs> Just take it back. <laughs> I, I do want to put it out there that this is this – is, that's the I, most competent thing I ever heard Florida say. Like this literally just came to my phone oh. as a notification, literally as we were talking, that yeah, fans is not a part of the phase one for the reopened Florida task force. So, okay. uh, everyone, That's everything okay. that we talked about in that second. Give it a uh, few more days, and Vinnie Mac will cut a check. You know what? That doesn't <laughs> that doesn't surprise me if that does happen, but. <laughs> I was just saying, this is about to get as awkward as Marco Rubio drinking water randomly okay. while trying to give a speech. It's all right. Yeah, I'm going to keep it a thousand. You know what? I'm going to keep it a thousand. I fly down to Florida right now. Vince, cuts that check. I'm going to dress up as one of the funeral yeah. guys with the coffin. Give it a couple of more days. And they'll, be pay- they'll be cutting a check. It'll be like, here you go. We were going to give this to Cain Velasquez, but let's give this to you guys to make an amendment. So I'm going to put my point across. I'm going to make my point now. I'm taking control of my show. I'm taking control of my show now. So um, <laughs> my point uh, for, the, for the, uh, the, the topic, whether or not um, – Fuck, what was this fucking topic? The House talking? of the Mouse. House of the yeah. Mouse buying WWE. House, yeah, House of the Mouse buying WWE. I don't think this is true. I don't think, like uh, Justin said, Dutch Mantel is not a credible source as far as the inner workings of the WWE. He He's an old guy. Maybe, like he said, on creative, he might know something. But the inner workings in the business part of WWE, I don't think he knows anything. But... If a deal were to happen with WWE selling anything, not necessarily their company as a whole, but anything regarding the company, it would not surprise me. WWE, well, not WWE, Vince is in some hot shit, as I've stated before, with his investors and with the fact that he invested WWE money into the XFL the investor call apparently didn't go as well as it would hope. They're losing money during the pandemic, blah, blah, blah. So as far as them selling the company as a whole, no, I agree with Chris Idle. WWE will be run by Vincent Kennedy fucking McMahon till the day he drops dead. And even then, Vince McMahon will probably still run WWE in the grave. <laughs> I, 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 I want to point something out, too. Uh, I forgot to add um, that adds to the point that Vince selling WWE makes it even more uh, of a ludicrous idea. This man fired the two co-presidents of his company because they disagreed with the pay raises that he was giving (laughs) WWE superstars. (laughs) 
straight up said, oh, well, you guys disagree? Get out. <laughs> I was going to say he also fired him because they were, he was like, I want to sell pay-per-views again and not do this network thing. I don't want to exactly. give away WrestleMania for free. And they're like, no, give away WrestleMania for free. He's like, fuck out of my building. <laughs> exactly. Which adds, and, and this was just a few months ago. So I have no reason to believe that suddenly he went from that to, yeah, let's sell the ESPN and Fox. What the hey? You know what, though? I will say, I think selling the pay-per-views to ESPN and Fox, though. Now, that's what I think would have. I I can see that. And that's what I'm thinking the Dutch may have heard and just got it mixed up. Yeah. Yeah, he's old. His ears are probably going out, you know. Well, that's, you know, you know how it is. You know how the game of telephone works. Supreme, go ahead. So I'm going to keep it a thousand. I would not be surprised if I saw something that Disney actually bought the company. Now, what I think it's probably going to happen is we saw, I, can't, I think it's Kevin Dunn, sold $1.5 million worth of WWE stock. So I can see Disney actually sitting there and investing in WWE. Because it's nothing like the House of Mouse having their hands on anything that's media related. Because think about this. They, they throw, let's say, Vince $500 million and go, hey, we want to have fucking WrestleMania at a Disney theme park. Think about that. Do you know how much money Disney would make just there? Shit, they can, like, they have arenas and stuff like that. Not even WrestleMania. Throw a pay-per-view at a Disney theme park. Disney oh, yeah. Disney has those arenas. Force people to come oh, yeah. to Disney. Force people to come to Disneyland. Force people to go to Disney World. Keep their revenue streams going. And even that, like, they can take properties. Like, if you look at it, like, how many crossover events we have with Marvel and stuff like that? Like, shit, all the Scooby-Doo goddamn movies. Could you imagine a, a John Cena and an Iron Man movie? Animated? You know that will sell instantly. So, I really think the House of Mouse could do a minor control state, like... I can see that being true. Like, oh, yeah. not the full company. I can see them buying shares, yeah. Like, they literally buy maybe, let's say, 20% of the company and put their influence there. It opens up so many gateways when it comes for the WWE, and it gives Disney an, another stream of revenue. Like, Disney could take over WWE's content library, the, dissolve the WWE network, put it on Disney+. Plus. Think about that. You raise Disney Plus like two dollars, and now you have the, the full WWE library. That saves me nine ninety nine a month. Shit, now actually, now think about it. I'm not. That's not a bad idea. Hey, hey. First of all, no. You had me at having WrestleMania or a pay per view. I want to see Money in the Bank on Space Mountain now. I'm just saying yeah, like, it's got to happen. <laughs> like. Like, the things you can do if you have the House of Mouse in your back pocket. Bruh, you got di- like, I think about this one, because I'm super big into esports. Could you imagine random refunds of WWE content coming on Disney Channel and stuff like that for kids to get influenced cool. by it? No, like, I can oh, see cool. a partnership. Like, oh, cool, see John a- Cena's wrestling. I want to know more about John Cena. And it goes from there. And then you think about it. 
Disney could buy their stake, like USA Network stake in the WWE. Take Monday Night Raw, take or take NXT, throw it on an ABC. I know we're talking about Monday Night Football. No matter when it happened, Monday Night Football will always compete with like another program for Disney. Because watch, Monday Night Football comes on ESPN, but then you have ABC having their Monday Night content. They don't care. They're making money either way. So if they're looking at Raw or they're looking at Monday Night Football, you're making money. Because you always have people who say, fuck wrestling. And you always have people who say, fuck football. I'm going to watch wrestling. They're going to make their money either way. So it's diversifying their money streams. If money's coming in no matter what, they don't care about the views. They're going to generate revenue all the time. And then football's not 24-7. WWE's 24-7. Look, we have 16 months, not even 16, actually, it's somewhere in the 16 range of Monday Night Football games. ABC gets the Super Bowl once every four years. Think about that. They have the rest of the year for WWE content. And hell, they put WrestleMania on national television. They can sell the ad rights the same way they sell the ad rights for the Super Bowl. You better talk business, Supreme. You better like, talk that business life. A hundred percent. Like, this is just, that's a money move. They would make so much money doing that. That's good shit. Like, a hundred percent. I'm Vince McMahon, and that's not happening. Like, like <laughs> if Vince was smart as hell okay. and House of Mouse came in oh, 20%, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's the thing. See, Vince would, Vince would be all for that as long as he still gets final say over what happens with WWE. Correct. Like, I can see the House of Mouse going. That's the thing. The House of Mouse goes, hey, use our stuff. Just yeah. give me the revenue stream, part of the revenue stream. And Vince be like, oh, I still got full control to do whatever, but I'm bringing in extra money. Now I can go I do XFL 3.0 again. Listen. Bruh. Yo, he, he, he would. He would. Don't you get me on the XFL. It's we funny, it's funny how you bring up, well, no, no, wait, hold on. It's funny how you bring up Disney, right? And you talk about how Disney does their thing because I've heard, like, from just the Disney source, right? Not Disney, a uh, Disney source, just Disney in general. Um, uh, but when they bought Marvel and they bought Lucasfilms and they bought Pixar, they legit told those guys, hey, just keep doing your thing. We're just going to fund yep. you guys. We're not even going to, we're not even put creative control. Like Kevin Feige, who is, you know, he is the Thanos of the Marvel, the real life Marvel world. He low key was like, all right, well, we'll, we'll let you, we'll get bought by Disney, but we still want to do this. And Disney was like, cool, do your thing. We'll just sit back and enjoy the ride. You guys just make the money. And that's what they did. So I, you know what? I can't fault it, man. I, I was like, I, I could agree with it. I think I, that's a great idea. Like a hundred percent. Like even look at Disneyland, Disney World. Bring oh, a yeah, WWE yeah. attraction. You know damn well every single one of us would be at that shit. Oh, I'd be fried. I'd be go. opening day. I'd go they're bankrupt. Like, oh. They go, they go. Hey, <laughs> come to Disney World in Florida. Now we got a full <laughs> WWE experience. Run the ropes, full ring. A WrestleMania store open all year round. I, they, uh, to that point, access. They bring access to a Disney, uh, to a, to Disney World all year yeah. round. That's money. That's money. You don't have to wait till WrestleMania to go to uh, NXT. NXT moves from bro. NXT moves from full sale to Epcot. Let's go. I'm in. I'm in. This right Let's go. It's a it's a weekly show at Disneyland. So you have all like assholes like us at Disneyland every week drinking. The kids are gonna want to go at Disneyland. 
So hell yeah, it's it's free money. Even if the show at NXT is free, that place would be packed no matter what. And think about it, you don't even have to travel for takeovers. You could just make the arena bigger at Epcot for takeovers. You have a free space to do whatever you want. And I'm pretty sure Disney would, if they got the chance to, Disney should be buying, like, one of the major sports teams. They already have stakes in the networks. Like, could you imagine Disney owning part of WWE, owning a sports team? They would literally conquer everything. They are going to conquer everything. I need like, Money in the Bank and Cinderella's Castle for the women's type yeah, of women's yeah, Yo, that would be awesome. Could you imagine right, that? I'm taking control of my show now. Yeah. I lost me there. Y'all lost yeah, me on that one. Exactly. I was on board. Ride out. I was letting this ride out because uh, we all had good lo- ideas. The Cliff said Money in the Bank at Cinderella's Castle. And yeah, for the women's cool briefcase. Yo, bro, um, no, I, props to you, Cliff. You did try to clean it up and say the women's. Yeah, but I already soured the idea. Broke off the teacups. The fuck? I would watch the hell out of that. Instead of a briefcase, it'd be Cinderella's glass slipper. All right. That's so we're going to I'm out. All right. All right. I'm out. So we're going to move on. All right. Um, <laughs> a lot of great ideas that we just talked about if uh, WWE were to sell to Disney. But we, only time can tell. So let's move on. It is now time for the best segment in the three count podcast rundown, and that is the Red Dogs Power Rankings! Hey, once again, we want to thank Hollow Drive for uh, their cover of Danger Zone. So thank you to those guys for letting us use that uh, use this song. So let's start us off, right? Number 10, right? This is May 5th for you guys. This well, May 2nd, actually. Now that I think about it, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. It's not going to be a thing. You can tell I was drinking when I wrote this. So let's start us off with... Cliff, wait, the episode uh, drops on May 4th. We dropped this on Monday. What are you talking about, May 5th? That's tomorrow, technically. First of all, did you, say May, did you say May 4th is tomorrow? Well, no, I'm saying because, <laughs> no, I'm saying the show, this okay. show will hey, air listen, on May 4th. Yeah, that's all messed up. And that's what I'm going to talk it up to. Today is May 5th, but if the listener is listening to this, it's May 4th. All right, well, we just filmed, or well, not filmed, or record on a Saturday, which is yeah, May 2nd. May, May 3rd is the end of the week. That's what I meant. And then a new, no, the new May 3rd is the beginning of the week. May 3rd is Sunday. You know what? Hey, you stop. All right. I, 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 it's how I write it out. Y'all gonna make me a drink. You messed up your process. Listen here. You said it's the best segment. Stop trying to mess with Cliff's process. <laughs> Look, Disney, get your hands out of my pockets. This <laughs> is the MCU. I'm doing what I can do. All right, number 10. Right. Let's bring it in with, uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh, I thought Cousin Swerve! Swerve, we gotta be in. Number nine, everybody's favorite tag team, the best friends. And crowd goes mild. Number eight, uh, yeah, so I gotta talk about this because, uh, Chris and I both agreed on this match. Uh, Forgotten Sons had a hell of a match. With oh, the they're looking so good. Yeah. Shut up. That was just Wait, I gotta, I gotta add my line I said in the chat, Cliff. Uh, there's just something about the Forgotten Sons winning matches 
and not being forgotten. That doesn't sit right with me. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Number seven, uh, Charlotte Flair. She had a great match with me. Yeah, let's, go, let's give it up to her. Number six, um, she got her squash on uh, Nia Jax. Thank God she was unsafe this time. Number five. Number five. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised at this match. Uh, Candice LeRae. I thought it was a fuck great... her. <laughs> Number four. Hey, don't uh, speak blasphemy at Candice LeRae. I oh, you lucky oh we didn't talk about Candice oh. LeRae today. Oh, no. you're so no, lucky just, we didn't. Don't I hold your horses. And Do I not just hold your horses. Me about I can't my not stand Candice LeRae. You're ruining the power <laughs> ranking as sorry, but I can't stand her. Fucking boring, and this stupid silver fucking pink hair that she got, and this heel turn is absolutely fucking cringeworthy. Oh! I'm a, a powerbomber when I see him. Ah! Number four. <laughs> Number four. Apollo Crews, Alistair Black, Rey Mysterio, their their match as a team, I had them all together. Number three. I do have to give this up. This was a great match, and I didn't know how incredible he was he was until I watched him in, uh, unleash his full arsenal. Uh, Lance Archer. Uh, I didn't expect a big man to be able to do a backflip off of walking on the tire, on the ropes. That was ridiculous. Uh, number two. Actually, I had to set of the way. I'm going to switch this. Uh, and it's the first time it's probably ever happened on this. So number two is going to be Cody Rhodes. Um, I originally had him at number one. Um, I think the way that the match ended kind of kind of soured for me because I thought Darby – it was just weird. It was just weird ending – <laughs> Cliff died. <laughs> oh man, that's amazing. <laughs> he died squinting. Wow. So, well, wow. So, do we just assume that number one was going to be Darby Allen? Well, what? so, so when I set the match up, right, Darby Allen was set up, and the match was working. And I was like, "Yo, Darby's Darby's going to win this match." And I was like, "Yo, it's a great match." But what happened was, is once Cody did like the little weird kind of roll, I was like. Uh, I thought it was going to be – it's just the way it was. And I was like, I just didn't like the way the match ended. I was just like, mm. You ever see, like, a person, like, just like <laughs> – It is what it is. It was like, it's like that random person who, like, farts in church and just, like, walks out and doesn't let anybody know. Like, this is how it left me. I was like, mm, it's not good. good. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's looking at me so weird. I wish our, our listeners could actually see this this image of everybody's glasses right now. <laughs> actually, wait, they can't because you guys can see it on my YouTube channel when I post this up. <laughs> yeah. So okay, I'm gonna do. The, I, I'm gonna announce the elephant in the room. Okay. You froze for a good minute and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and. You were squint. First of all, you were squinting like this in mid sentence, and then when you came, we all announced that you know, oh wow, Cliff just went yeah. like bye bye, yeah. and we all looked up and it's like, okay, what happened? And then you came back out of nowhere and continued a sentence that you were not talking about before you froze. I don't oh, even hey. know who the fuck number one was in the power rankings. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> was number wait was number one Darby Allen? No, it was. No, who was number one? So, yeah. 
so let's let's talk about originally, okay? So in the original list that I had, we're gonna go. We'll go back just real quick, right? So we'll start. Mm-hmm. And we're, what number did we mess up? No, two. we heard two. Okay. It caused so in the explanation for uh, yeah, number so, two. All right, all right. So originally number two was Keith Lee. Number one was Cody Rhodes, but I flipped them just mm-hmm. as we're doing it. Okay. So okay. Cody became the number two. And Keith Lee became number one. So if you're wondering why I chose Cody, the way the match ended, like the match was great all the way through. I thought the ending on it just kind of like sputtered and then just stopped. Uh, Keith Lee's match I felt was consistent all the way through, even like up to the finish. I thought was great. So that's the reason why I decided to switch him at the last minute. But there's your explanation. Okay. Alrighty. Wow. That was the. That's the best. This was the best power rankings. Just for that moment that it froze and we just stared at you like, what? <laughs> that was amazing. So, your power, Great. your power rankings. I have one thing to say about it. Yo, we can't rate Apollo higher for his slap on Andrade. So, all right. Oh, so to, oh yes, we got yeah. to tell, tell the rules. Tell the rules. Yeah, you are, you are, you are our, our guest. So, the way the power rankings work is, you've had to wrestle a match, right? And then you have to. It, the match can end funny, right? But there's no no segments are allowed in there. Otherwise, because honestly, and we That's have number one. We've already, We've had this. We've had this issue before, right? Because Cody Rhodes and those the when he got whipped. Oh my God! When he got beat with that belt, <laughs> that would have been that would have been number one. Because like he obviously went through the whole thing. He all ten lashes. It was what it was. But unfortunately, he didn't wrestle the match, and I couldn't put him in the power rings for that one week. So it's the same thing with this. Yes, that slap where he knocked out all the English words out of Andrade's mouth. Um, it was amazing. But unfortunately. He can't be there. Oh, yeah. so. uh, uh, Supreme, Supreme. So I saw on Twitter when he, when uh, Apollo slapped Andrade, somebody said uh, that Apollo slapped the Cien Almas out of Andrade. <laughs> <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that is where we will end this show. Ladies and gentlemen, I got one more, got more, one more thing. thing. One more thing before we go. Hey, Supreme. Give us your honest thoughts on Tamina. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going to keep this a thousand. So I was talking to um, – so I played WWE Supercard the game, and I had a bunch of people who recorded videos and stuff. So I was talking to people about Tamina, and I'm going to keep it a thousand. I want her to go over at Money in the Bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I give you my reason why? Uh, yes. By all means. Okay. He, he, can't, he can't even. He's, we have lost our. our, our By all means. He, he doesn't have it. He can't. He can't hear. Because this video, this video no, is going up, right? Are we posting? Uh, this has to be posted. This has to be posted. Chaz choking on his drink. This has to be posted. We have to get a clip of this out there. Actually, this show is not ending right now. I'm <laughs> making an executive <laughs> decision. I have a rant about Tamina. Oh, hold on, hold on. No, let, let, let Supreme finish. Let Supreme finish. And then you go on your rant. The reason why I want to go over, because I would love to see the Bailey-Sasha storyline without the title involved. Because mm. I'm, I'm thinking about it this way. Bailey cost Sasha the money in a bank berth. Sasha let Bailey get her fucking face kicked in. But then they beat up Tamina recently. What I think is going to happen is literally the same hap that happened with the Sasha versus, I can't remember who she faced for that money. Was it Carmella? I can't remember. 
I feel like Sasha's going to try to interfere and cause Bailey to lose. Then I really hope that somehow the money in the bank person cashes in, but I doubt that's going to happen. But I can see Tamina going over and literally just being a transitional champion to the money in the bank briefcase holder. Like, I saw 100% I can see happening. Like, I was actually saying that to my brother, but I said that have Sasha win the uh, Money in the Bank, and then so, it didn't have Tamina just hold the title for like two seconds. Two see, I wouldn't, seconds. I wouldn't want that to happen because it, it feels less more transitional than that. Like, because you would see it coming. Because a hundred percent, everyone goes Tamina's gonna lose, and like it's the same level of uh, Santino versus uh, Daniel Bryan in the Elimination Chamber for me. Because you would look at that shit and go. Did that actually almost happen? Like, if Tamina would go out, everybody goes, what the fuck? She came back for three weeks, and now she has a title run? Because, like, don't get me started on who I want to win the Money in the Bank women's match. Go ahead, Chaz. You're bursting at the seams. Go ahead and try to rip me a new one, because I will have an argument back. I just want Tamina to get released like everybody else. Why? (laughs) Tamina is absolutely... God awful. She is garbage. Oh my goodness. You want to know who's better than Tamina? My unborn child is a better wrestler than Tamina. You want to know who cuts a better promo than Tamina? You want to know who? Who? The damn mute. That is on Patapsico Avenue downtown can cut a better promo than Tamina. You want to know who throws a better super kick than Tamina? You want to know who? Who? My unborn child throws a better fucking super kick in the womb than Tamina. Okay. All right. All right. She's to be a goddamn shame that she is any type of related to the Hall of Famer and the great that is Demi Superfly fucking Snooker. It's a goddamn shame. She's a fucking disappointment to every second generation wrestler on the face of this god green planet. She needs to go far, far away like Shrek and fucking Donkey. She looks like fucking Shrek. She sounds like an idiot. She looks stupid every time she goes out there. How can you be late? To a fucking cue to super kick somebody when your fucking music is fucking playing in the fucking performance center. How the fuck did you do that? You have got to be absolutely fucking garbage to do some shit like that. And by frankly, I just have no rep for her. And they want to come out with some. Stu- she fucking wore that stupid ass shirt on SmackDown. Nobody's meaner than Tamina. What the fuck? Every. The fucking bully that I had in middle school was meaner than Tamina. <laughs> alright, alright, so, so. Fucking Damien Fatal is meaner than Tamina. You wanna know who else is meaner? I'm meaner than fucking Tamina. God damn it. If Tamina wins that goddamn SmackDown Women's Championship, I swear on everything that is holy, I will not watch a single episode of SmackDown. As long as she is champion, I will boycott SmackDown. I will put it on Twitter. I will go on every social media, and I will discredit everything that is Vince McMahon owned. I mean, I don't think you really have to have to. I mean, XFL, Pro Icon, uh, 
didn't have a, a, a singing career. Like, he's already kind of, like, shot himself in the foot with all the other avenues he did. So, I mean, like, you don't hey, That's you amazing. Don't that. Thank you, Supreme. I, I'm actually glad that you had a positive thought about <laughs> Tamina because I don't think we would have got the epic rant that I was looking for if you had agreed with that with Chaz's viewpoint. So I'm thank like, you. Thank like, you. Like you've asked me like questions of like how I think like I'm thinking this storyline base. Like I'm okay Fuck with that it. shit. She's terrible. I don't care how storyline base goes out the window when you're complete trash. Yo, they had a child win the tag team titles. Get the fuck out of here with I never and that's that was trash too. So let Tamina have her, like, couple hey, minutes. Hey, no. Let no. Nia win needs, the money. Hey, you know what? At least the kid was entertaining. Starbucks. She needs to go work <laughs> at a fucking Starbucks. Tamina's exactly. Tamina's not entertaining. Every time I see her, I want to go. I, I'd rather watch fucking debate team. You know what I want? I'd rather watch It's Academic on CBS on a Saturday morning than fucking watch Tamina fucking do anything as far as entertaining me. She does not entertain me. <laughs> I'm ending the show. We have to, we are done with the show. If she God goes over, it. I want to have another conversation with you about it. No, we're not, I don't want to talk about Tamina. <laughs> She's Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a, this was a good episode of the three count, but I'm not interested in fellow. I don't even know I'm going to post this damn episode anymore because of this stupid-ass Tamina rant. Good gracious. Ladies and gentlemen, anyway, Nick Sicken will be on our on our next show on The Three Count Presents. I don't even know what the fuck the show is called. Shit. <laughs> so all right, guys. So, Clip, you in this damn thing. Though. I can't do this shit. All right, guys. Oh, Make sure you yeah. follow us on all. Hey, yo, you walked off. So you get the final walk off. Um, so you guys will catch us on all your favorite social media platforms. Nick Sicken will be joining us at, you know, the Three Count Presents now entering the ring. So, hey, for our guest, for our guest supreme, I am your co-host, the number two in charge, Clifford Red Dog Miller, and, uh, you know, JJ, and we have Idol, and then we have the one who walked off. So we'll see you guys next time.